Hello, and welcome to the family that podcasts together. Kind of. We don't really podcast much anymore. Podcast. <laughs> We've changed it to a podcast. Podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. He's introducing. He just took a drink. I know. We should we should name this one Barn Raising. Mm. <laughs> barn Barn Raises Together. Okay, so I said that I have a topic. Um, and I'm now regretting that decision. <laughs> Why? Because I don't like talking on the podcast and leading. How about it? <laughs> so, this week, um, I had a realization... A revelation, if you may. Um, <laughs> I was watching Justified, my current obsession. And in Justified, for those of you who haven't seen it, there's a character named Boyd. And he gets shot by the main character who is a cop and sent to jail. And when he gets shot and sent to jail, he says that the bullet missed his heart and hit his soul. And that it saved his life. Um, and then he kind of leaves jail and starts a cult and becomes a crazed preacher. But then all of his cult followers get shot and hanged and they're all dead and he doesn't really know what to think of anything. He doesn't know where he is in life or in faith or anything. And he asks the main character, Raylan, tell me about your God. And he says, I don't know. I guess old man, long white beard and... Boyd says something like, huh, that's nothing of what my God looks like. And I had the realization that in my work to build a relationship with God and Jesus, I've been trying to have the same relationship in the same way that I feel like everyone else in leadership in the church has and I had the realization that mine won't look like that because I'm not the same way with people that other people are and I immediately thought of one of my best friends Emma I consider her to be one of my best friends I text her maybe once a month and it's usually like a meme and so that kind of put into perspective that I think I was shooting for something that does not come naturally to me. And it made me feel a lot better. But it changed how I was looking at stuff. But that was my realization slash revelation this week. So, our favorite word, implications. <laughs> what... Did that change anything? Did that, how did that go move into practice? I, don't I think guess? it changed, it doesn't change my practice. I think it changes what I'm striving for because I was trying to reach something that just I would have to continually work at because it's not my nature. Like, I wanted to have the same, like, I wanted to be. One of those old men in church that talk about how they're constantly in prayer. <laughs> stuff like that. Like, that's what I was trying to get to, but that's not me. So, the, so getting up every morning and praying for an hour and 
and yeah, praying at lunch and like I was trying to be Paul, and that's I'm not gonna be Paul. Gotcha. Because if we know anything about Ethan, it's that he's really good at taking characteristics from other things and acting like he is that. But I was trying to make my life that. Alex is scratching her chin. Yep, Alex is that has a serious look on her face. And I disagree. What? <laughs> With what? Uh, you are marrying somebody you met a year and a half ago. And you talk to her constantly. I think that the problem is not that you can't have a relationship like that. I think it's, it's just you don't know the person. And I'm saying that as someone who's in the same place. Because I've tried to make myself that person too. Mm-hmm. Is because I don't know who he is. So how would I ever get to a relationship at that level if I'm not interested in spending time with that person? Mm-hmm. Like there's no attraction. No. It's different. It's <laughs> different. Hold on. I'm, I'm, yeah, I know. I'm waiting. It's different. Because, yes, I spend a lot of time with Emily. Yeah. But a lot of my favorite moments with Emily and a lot of our time spent together is us just being there together. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not talking. Yeah. But I think when when those old men say they spend their time all the time in prayer, I don't know that they're saying they're saying prayer words all the time they're just saying they feel the presence of god well, that's the mental image i have i know i know and i'm i'm just trying to give you another way of looking at it because again i'm like i totally understand what you're saying because mm-hmm. i have felt that way myself like prayer has always been a struggle but i think it's because there is no attraction for me to the person that is god maybe because i don't know him well enough mm-hmm. maybe because I'm not sure what I believe, but there has to be a spark of attraction in order for you to be motivated to create a relationship like that. There is some of that, for sure. I think that has to be acknowledged. For sure, yes. <laughs> but it doesn't change the fact that it's it's a different end goal. Yeah, I, I think you're giving yourself permission to struggle. A little bit. I think that's what, the, and that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's more you're giving yourself permission to struggle than than that you're not good at relationships. Because yeah. you're better at them than I am. I'm I'm better at faking them than May- you are. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. What? You're better at relationships than Alex is. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm because stu- you're better she's at stunning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, we all know that if I was a Dungeons and Dragons character, all of the points went to charisma. What? (laughs) Sorry, that was nerd talk. So, where I raised my hand while y'all was talking a while ago was, and I'm treading treading lightly as I can on this, so (laughs) the comparison with Emily in this, there's also an element of your personality and your hyperfixation mm-hmm. and she is you my lady are a hyperfixation right now <laughs> yeah and it's 
Yeah. Not a bad thing. Like I, that's the danger of what I'm treading into here. It's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. But um, God is not a hyperfixation. Mm-hmm. He's he's an old companion. Yeah. And and so that that fixation has run its time. Um, the now don't shake your head at me, woman. Um, I so I'll make the other comparison with us, Jeanette and me, that like the other I think it was I think it was Thursday. There was one day this week that like I didn't text you during the day until I think it was like one thirty in the afternoon. It was almost the end of my work day. And it hit me, I was like, dang, I don't think I've texted Jeanette today. Like early that morning we text each other. But but nothing. But it wasn't even that but it's not that I wasn't thinking about yeah, it's just at that, you know, during the day, it's just one of those busy days to where I didn't stop to type anything out. But it's not that it's out of sight, out of mind. It's, I guess you're so much a part of who I am now. I don't have to sit and ponder about you. You're just a part of my decision-making and, I mean, like my work world, you're included in that and my, especially my social life and my, you know, relational life and all that. Like everything includes her, but it doesn't mean that I have to be in constant communication or sitting there staring at her picture mm-hmm. or being lovesick or anything like that. It's just, it's, it's who we are. It's part of my identity and, and I think it's more kind of like that, like that's, like it's more of a filter through which you live your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, and we talked. We've talked a lot about identity and all of that kind of thing. But, but even in that that relationship with Christ, with God, like, just I want it to be a part. I guess I want that same thing in that relationship to where it's so solid of, as to who I am that it's kind of naturally just comes out of parts of my life. But I don't have to, I don't have to tag a name to it. I don't have to market anything or wear a t-shirt or anything like that. It's just a part of my nature. Yeah. And I guess taking on, you know, the biblical terms, taking on that new man, but more than just that, it's just this, his reality is there. And anyways. Okay. So what I'm getting out of what Ethan is saying is that. You have felt like to connect with God, you almost had to be a different person. Mm -hmm. You had to change who you are and how you go about things to connect with God. Yeah. And that in itself would be an uncomfortable relationship. Mm -hmm. Like you have an ease with Emily because you don't, have to work at it. Yeah. And so it it's relieving to know that you don't have to work at your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. He is just there and he's he just wants to hang out. Yep. He just I 
know what I'm saying, but I think you're taking it a different way. No, I'm just, I'm confused about the, you don't have to work at it, because y'all have to work at your relationship. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) but you don't have to pretend to be somebody else. She writes the scripture, and I do as I'm told. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she brought the commandments thus, down the mountain. <laughs> thus saith Jeanette. WWJD, what would Jeanette do? Uh, <laughs> we need some t-shirts that say, thus saith Jeanette. Thus saith Jeanette. <laughs> All right, we've roundtabled this. Your turn. <laughs> you knew about this. I voice. mean, we're not fixing anybody. And that's the thing, I no, don't want yeah, you, no, like, don't no. get... We're no, kinda, I want to understand. We're interpreting. Yeah. And uh, hold on. Because I don't Cause. like that you just automatically say hyperfixation as if we're all ADD. ADHD. I was talking ADHD. about him. <laughs> and I will say. Who is? <laughs> I will Who say. Is? I will say. ADHD, one of the markers is with relationships, it is out of sight, out of mind. Oh, it is. Yes. It very much when is. When you aren't with the person, Look, they don't exist. Since Alex, has dis- since Alex has discovered how ADHD she is, I have learned how ADHD I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every feed that I have now is about. Yeah. That's all it Every is. time it Alex sends something yeah. about, like, this is so me, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was oh, just a quirk. No. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. Get out of my head. I thought I was just quirky. <laughs> oh, I thought I was... Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Dude, I thought I was jacked up earlier because I literally had that thought as a teenager. And I don't know if everybody... I think we've talked about this, but everybody does this. But I really had that thought at one point as a teenager. Like, do people really exist when I'm not around? <laughs> Which is the narcissistic view that literally the whole existence is in my head. <laughs> Like, it's the Truman Show. You're Truman. I am Truman. <laughs> is this is this my Seriously. matrix? Huh. Wow. And, Truman. and even Dad's at that Truman. point, I had enough self awareness to go like, this ain't a healthy thought. <laughs> this there, is. There's actually a condition named after the Truman Show. Yeah. yeah. Randy Hines. <laughs> and, but. I can't imagine having a thought like that. I don't know that I've ever thought that. Oh, I know. I do forget that people exist. Yes. I forget that other people have, like, their own, like, you know, desires and, like, thoughts during things. Like, sometimes I have to stop and think, like, oh, they might actually, like, look at something differently. No, mine's not that way. It's just, like, I forget to talk to people because they're not real anymore. (laughs) Like... If I haven't, if I haven't well, had contacted you today, yeah. you're not anywhere on my radar of things that I should keep. Well, on. It, it's like if I don't, <laughs> if I don't miss someone, I assume that they don't miss me either. Yeah, yeah, which is part of the texting thing. Yeah, yeah. Like if I don't text you, it's not because I don't like you; it's because I just don't think about you. That's what I think about you. I was busy. <laughs> I was putting together a Lego set, you know. <laughs> I was researching 1982 Hondas. You know? So you was about to say something. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> but how narcissistic <laughs> is it to to expect somebody to think of you all the time? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty unforgettable. Who who are you accusing of narcissism? That's the question, that's the question I'm asking. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not that kind of friend either. Who 
I mean, I have a best friend. We've been best friends since kindergarten. And when we get together, it's like we've never been apart. But we don't communicate constantly. Yeah. You know? And that's the kind of friend I am. Just because I'm not communicating regularly doesn't mean I've forgotten about you or I don't care about you. You know, I just, it's not a necessity to me. I have nothing to tell you, so why would I contact yeah. you? Yeah. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Since the last time we talked. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember. And we'll catch up. In in high school, I had a girlfriend that at one point we we weren't like texting constantly. She was like, "Why did why did we stop doing that?" And I was like, "If I texted you constantly, what would I talk to you about?" And she was like, "What does that mean?" And I was like, "That's why memes are the greatest thing ever." Yeah, yeah. But then I think we have a group chat and we're constantly texting in it. No, we're not. Yeah, sometimes I get annoyed. Let me let me pull up. Y'all text far more than me and my family text. Let me pull up our group Those message two? right now. No, just the four the of families. Okay. Yeah, within the the regime. Yeah, the regime. Yeah. I sent my I family a text <laughs> message in our family text message group on Wednesday, and none of them ever replied to me. Oh. <laughs> see, we constantly because so, we'll I see mean, something or like that's funny. And yeah. yeah, and my in family the, will think that's funny in, too. In the past two days, I'm the only one who sent anything. Yeah, but how many things have you received on Instagram and TikTok? Yeah, but those are not that. That's something that is different. That's a treat for you. To that's not like. a con. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, it's an obligation. When I finally open up the the app and I got all these notifications, like. Dang it! Now I got to carve out two hours to watch all these two-minute videos. Yeah, that's no, a really terrible choice. Yeah, it's awful. Not a conversation. Yeah, but it's a. That's different. Yeah. I'm talking conversation. Okay, and this this is different too. Like, like we're family, <laughs> and we're not like we're not like most we're families. We're a weird family. We're weird. Okay, so. We do things a lot different. Yeah. And I realize, and sometimes I think Emily's going to wish she was not a part of this group because because we do send goofy things and stupid things and things that we think that are funny that other people don't get. And yeah, Just be glad you're not in the group with just me and Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very different environment. I don't want to yeah. know that part. You want to see, see ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want that part. Yeah, there's there's subgroup because I'll send things to Ethan that I won't send to anybody else. Yeah, I mean well, us. Yeah. I mean there's one that's me, Emily, and Alexia. Yeah, there's one that's Sibs, and it's the Has three of us back in, in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly Twilight and Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or things making fun of me. <laughs> or things making fun or of. Or like me. dad jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Backo <laughs> appreciates that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of picking picky eater memes. Yeah. Yeah. So don't avoid. <laughs> I told Ethan that I was mad you guys didn't podcast last week because I wanted there to be one that I didn't have to be on so I could listen to it again. <laughs> we we would have, but Granny and Papa all got COVID. Yeah. So. Oh, Granny got COVID. Papa didn't. Hmm. No, I said you had to be a part of it. <laughs> I, I said really Emily's on a boat. <laughs> Two words. <laughs> You know what they are? What? I do. <laughs> we should add the podcast to your vows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I think 
going back to what Ethan said at the beginning, that he's just giving himself room to have more grace for himself and things. And I think there's a lot of areas in his life, not just faith, where he's learning to be a little bit more gracious with himself. So I think this is just one of those areas. So, And then, I mean, you've said yourself, you're figuring out who you actually are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is just another layer of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I talked. <laughs> Chick. Well, and I think a big part of it for me is just, I think a very large portion of my struggle with faith has been I've never felt the urge to have the same kind of faith like other people's that I've seen. And this was just me realizing I don't have to. Yeah. Well, and the other side of that, a lot, of, so much of that is perceived. Yeah, because yeah. I've heard people describe me. I'm like, yeah, and that guy never existed. <laughs> like, nope, <laughs> he was nope. Yeah, makes you wonder how many people are just putting on shows. Well, oh. and you only see parts. Mm-hmm. You yeah. S- yeah, most people saw me in a role. I mean, I was doing a job. I there's, mm-hmm. I just you, you think about like at school. There are people that are shocked when they find out how little I care about technology. <laughs> I am the least technical technology guy you'll ever meet. I mean, y'all know, outside of the building, old phone, that's all I'm, I mean, I'm not on a computer all the time. No. Don't care anything about it. But the people who see me in that role think I sit and think about that all the time. Well, they like, assume you have the newest iPhone and that you yeah. have a smart TV. Like, I don't even know what Apple came out with PC. recently. Built a PC. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, no, I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I look at those 40 hours a week. And that's that's plenty. Yeah. I know enough to do my job very well. Yeah. That's all I need. And, but it's it's when you're in that role, they see that, that and you can be very genuine, but it's just in a very concentrated time to where you're focused mm-hmm. on that. And yeah. and I'm having to be overly gracious because it is the job to be super loving and, and compassionate and, and open for people to where it's like, yeah, I'm not that person. And like, yeah, I, I don't know. So, so I don't, I mean, that's a, that's one of those internal pressures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the Instagram picture of people. Well, and, that, yeah, I've and never that's what we posted like Bible verses in my bio. <laughs> so, am I a Christian? Mm-mm, not a real one. No, I'm not clothed in dignity. And isn't that a woman? What's the yeah? Yeah, that's the <laughs> verse. You're a, you're that's the Proverbs. verse that's in everybody's bio. Be a Proverbs thirty-one wife. Yeah, yeah. Proverbs. <laughs> that's my vows. Mm. Evidently not. <laughs> this makes you think of like I remember having moments. I guess probably high school, middle school, high school. Like I always thought, is it strange that we don't do like family devotions at the table? Like people always assumed we did stuff like that, mm-hmm. and we didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like no, but I always love it when we get to tell people how different we are and they look at us like they're shocked you know because because we 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 don't even pray at meals we are not super spiritual people we don't we don't hold hands at the table at pizza inn no pray pray before the buffet buffet 
And I used to feel so guilty that we didn't pray before meals. Yeah. But we don't. We never have. I thank God for this day. For, <laughs> for the, the sun, sun up in the, the sky. sky. <laughs> Those are Veggie Tales reference. Yeah. <laughs> Madam Blueberry. So I thought I had the middle of a while ago just attached to all that. And this is connected but not. So what is God's love language? I think God yes. has all it's of them. <laughs> I know. It's I was, according to the person. Because we yes. were like, I mean, words of affirmation. Yeah. From receiving. Yeah. I would think. Like we show love to him? Yeah. In word, oh. As words of affirmation. Are we talking or about how he expresses service? it or how he receives it? Yes. I'm saying oh, okay. receives. I mean, okay. yeah. I was going to say I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking in receives because, because we were kind of talking about like, like, in the context of relationship with you and me, I've got to figure out what, how I can show you, best show you love. And, you know, and that, how best show love. And with everybody, how can I best show love? So, like, with God, it's like, how can I best show love? Like, what is, I don't know. I was just. God doesn't have a need. Don't get, listen. I will, he doesn't. I we're all just so different that he can receive it in any way. He knows yeah. what you... I would think so. I would. Oh, yeah. Me he, too. I feel like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, he knows what's most genuine coming from you. That's the thing. It's gen- Well, it's like Cain and Abel. Like One had a good sacrifice. One and... had a good sacrifice, and the other one didn't necessarily have a bad sacrifice, but it wasn't a genuine sacrifice. It wasn't like... He didn't really mean it. And the widow's might. And, and the... that whole chapter about clanging gongs, like your love is... Or your... Whatever. Clashing symbols. Clashing symbols. 13. First Corinthians 13. That one. Are we using that? That's not. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, is it before or after the love is kind? The one I'm talking about is First Corinthians 13 is the clashing symbols. Yeah. It's, love is patient. Love is kind. Yeah, but then it says, um, if, if you have not love, then you're like a clashing. You're like a clashing. Uh, there's you're one in noisy. Psalms that yeah. praise him with clashing symbols. And and that's not what I meant. That's a good one. <laughs> Yeah. This no, one's this one's around. like if That's you don't bad. actually. Here's all the love, descriptions of love, and if you don't have it, it doesn't matter because your love sounds like a no wreck. matter what you're doing. It, it, it's out it's of tune. Not out of love. It's in other words, we just make it hard. Yeah, we just make it. Hard. That's really kind of what I, my thought was. It's yeah. like I think the answer yes is the right answer because it's like, like how how do you show it? What what I have discovered in the last year of this podcast. Cause we, cause we have rode some waves. <laughs> we have rode some waves in this year. Is I cannot live in a world where there is not God. So if you don't want to believe in Him, that's fine with me, and, and that is, you know, that is you. But I personally cannot live in that world. When I have thought. Like, what if there isn't? It makes me so depressed and hopeless and like there's no aim in life that I choose to believe that there is a God. That's what I've discovered over the last year. Mm -hmm. I need it. Mm -hmm. I need him. Mm -hmm. And And so, so, even if I have to live in delusion, it's my happy place. Let me stay there. My neighborhood. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the puddle glum argument. 
I'm going to mm-hmm. live as like a Narnian as I can, even if there is no Narnia. I'm going to love Aslan even if he doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if I'm wrong? It's better, oh, well. it's better than the alternative. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we just make it hard. We just make it so hard. Yeah. As as people in general, we just make it hard. Like like mine and Randy's relationship, sometimes it seems hard, but it's not very often. I mean, I have to I do have to work at it because his love language is affirmation and I suck at that. Oh, so bad. <laughs> I am I am the so worst. So bad. At that. Awful. <laughs> Awful. The worst. I'm so the anybody worst. listening, just send me th- good things about myself, because well, my yeah, wife, and I'm I'm glad other people do my that. My wife doesn't do it. <laughs> Emily is putting her hand on my knee and saying I'm sorry because same. Oh, oh, mine's words and touch, and. I have a wife going through menopause who doesn't want anything that's warm getting close to her, which means a warm body. She's like, "Get back, you're hot," and not in the, and not in the, not in the joke doesn't even work anymore. Like, thanks. It's like, no, you're not ever going to touch me ever. Can I just touch your big toe? No, because then my feet are hot. No, Emily's not good at words of affirmation, but touch will be in the car, and she'll be like. Why is your hand not on my knee? <laughs> it used to be a lot more. We still hold hands a lot. Yeah, I just don't want you to like lay on me. And by that she means if she's on the couch and I lay my head on her calf, she is going to burst into flames because she's burning up. Well, I'm not a I'm not a touchy feely. Nope. None of us are. I apologize. Nope. We're not. And I really don't understand how he is. I don't know. Because he didn't grow up that way. Oh, gosh, no. No. But so. I do know that if I need a good hug, I'll go to Dad, which I do frequently at school. <laughs> yeah, he tells me. Yep, like Alex had a bad day. <laughs> she won't even say anything. She just no. walks in the door. You can't I don't, say anything. Can't I don't say even, get to, to, I don't even get to look at her face. I'll like, cry. <laughs> it's literally she walks in, puts her head in my shoulder, squeezes, and then turns and shuffles out the door. <laughs> I don't even say anything. I'm imagining the dev run from Napoleon. Oh, it is. It's totally. Arms down, head tucked. It's totally. And it's like, because Donna has seen it before. It's like, I can't say anything. (laughs) No, like, and she knows now. But I'm like, yeah, no, I just can't speak. She got what she needed. (laughs) No words. No, if Alex hugs me, she's already crying. Yeah. (laughs) It's desperation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm completely broken. <laughs> Last time, I think it was because she had that family die while she worked at the the funeral home. Oh, that'll always get her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She was a student. That'll oh, always... there, yeah, there was that. <laughs> yeah, that'll always get her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the funeral home was a rough day. <laughs> the, the cat's not around to give her a hug, so she yeah. resorts to Ethan. He doesn't give hugs very he well. Yeah. He, he just sits there and he's like, he why? He just accepts it. Why is this happening? So... Y'all listening, all two of you, those people that you think are so egotistical that you can't stroke their ego, they need it. <laughs> Pretty people get asked out the least is what I've heard. 
Because yeah. everybody's afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They're egotistical because nobody else is stroking their ego. Yeah. So they got to do it themselves. Well, Dad, <clears throat> Dad said something to me about a week ago. And I've really pondered on it a lot. It's, it's not anything God-related. But he said, did you ever realize that you were the hot one in your group of friends? You know, like going through school or whatever. And I was like, No. It answers a lot of questions for me. Does it? Just I mean, maybe. I'm just saying, I remember I was around all your friends and I never hit on any of them. Because they weren't threatening. <laughs> <laughs> they may listen. Y'all are pretty in your own way. <laughs> they don't listen. You had great personalities. I thought of you like sisters. <laughs> there was an episode of Happy Days where there was these two girls that were best friends and Fonzie didn't know which one to ask out because one of them was really attractive but the other one had such a good personality. <laughs> I will never forget that episode. I don't know why. That's a conundrum. Yeah. It's really not. <laughs> I don't understand that being a conundrum. You have to live with the personality for the rest of your life. He doesn't because he's Fonzie. No, he's Fonzie. He hey. only has to deal with them for ten minutes. But... but I've lived through all of the personalities now. Yeah, Not all of them. We're not done yet. Yeah, there will be more. <laughs> <laughs> we got at least 20 more years to go. There could be lots more personalities. Yep. <laughs> Beauty is fleeting. <laughs> no, it's not. It's expanding. <laughs> you just don't cook anymore. I just cooked. Because there's guests over. Yeah, it's because I was. It's because there's guests over. It's because Ethan I felt, was coming over. Yeah. It's because I felt obligated. It's because I texted her at like one and said, "What are you making for dinner?" So complete digression now. Oh yeah, totally. Oh absolutely. <laughs> okay. Totally. Yeah. Does anyone have anything to add? We we are all terrible friends. Apparently, we're all really bad at communicating regularly with people. So, other than this circle, other than this circle. So, yeah. if we haven't texted you a while and you think we hate you, it's not that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're just not good at it. No. <laughs> or we forgot you existed. I don't forget people. No, I just meant the three of us. I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not on the forefront of my brain. It doesn't really exist. That's all I've got energy for. Because I'm struggling really hard to keep it there while I can. Yep. That's yep. Yeah, that's, that's got to capitalize on this uh, dopamine yeah, right, right now. now. I have it going and i got to go. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> well, thanks for listening once again to family that podcasts together and also i want to say 
Mom said we haven't podcasted in forever. It's been three weeks because Granny got COVID. But before so that, it was there. like three weeks too. Like we've been off. Got lax because we got serious. We're not looking forward to it anymore. No. We know it's a it's hard because conversation. Your schedule changed. Yeah, you're the difficult one. You are the difficult one. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan has had some major schedule changes lately. Like major. Yeah. I like my schedule. Thank you very much. <laughs> did you just give an in closing and then we moved into something else? Yes. We did. I don't think it's been long enough. It doesn't feel like it's been very long. It hasn't, but we've moved past the topic. Can we talk about... Um. Can we talk about revival reactions revival just for reactions. a little bit? I don't know enough about it to really have or a just reaction. Like, well, when at you Asbury, hear the word revival. They, yeah. At Asbury, <laughs> they had a... I don't know if they called it a revival or not. I, they had but a lot of terms. They had like it. a... Basically a worship well, you watched night. This, the... They had a chapel service that just never stopped. Yeah. yeah. That's what they've had. And it was like... 16 days or something. Well, they shut it down after a certain point. Well, yeah. they, they were going to move it off campus as last I heard. Yeah. And then I just didn't know if they just quit talking about it or uh, or if it died I off. I think but it, it was, fizzled when they it moved it. It was a huge thing. It was hap- it happened there for like however long. And then they just started popping up everywhere. Yeah. And they were happening. And the day that it got really big, I came home and said something to Alex about it. And I said... Do you remember that story that dad told us about there was a Chick-fil-A that started a pass it forward, pay it forward, pay it oh. forward trend to where it was like one person paid for the person behind, behind them. them and it went on. then they did it and it went on for like what, seven hours or something? Something. And one guy heard about it and immediately drove to Chick-fil-A and ended it. So like he got his food that was paid for and said thanks and drove off so that the yeah. next person had to pay for their own to end it. Yeah. Because he said it wasn't genuine at it was that obligation. point. It was obligation. And, and and she said, oh, that's what I thought of, too. I said, I've been thinking about that all day. <laughs> it, it just, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't make that correlation. But, um, it, I think, so the whole Jesus movement mo- movie's going on right now, too. Yeah. Which was, yeah, or what is it, is it? It's Jesus the Jesus Revolution. Revolution, but it was the Jesus movement that happened in the late 60s, early 70s. But I think Asbury was part of that, too. I don't know. I really think Asbury was a part of that. But, but that wasn't part of this whole thing. No, but so it, I mean, it, but it's been something that's happened. I mean, I think the funny thing about it is, is growing up Pentecostal, we think, you know, we thought we were the only ones that had revivals. And this is a Methodist college. So. Yeah. You know, like, that's one thing that I, I have found kind of funny. Yeah. But the other side of it is, is it seems like it's, what I've read, it seems like it was really simple. Yeah. Like, it was just people, you know, the the hunger and thirst for righteousness or the, um, you know, he he's a reward of those that diligently seek him. Like, I, I mean, it, it kind of had a simple vibe to it. I listened to the message yeah. that was preached when it started, and it was a... I mean, it was a good, just straightforward, nothing, nothing just really exciting, but it was just a hunger for God message. Like, yeah. just love, I, it was literally, the summation of it would have been, love God and love people. Like, yeah. that, that, that was the two points of the, of the message. It was probably 12 minutes long, and yeah. 
and they broke for lunch, and then some while they broke for lunch, some students just stayed yeah. and prayed, and it just never stopped. Mm-hmm. Like that's really what happened. Um, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the question I had, which I don't, I can't answer the question, so it's just literally a question in my brain. Was like, I know people in the community know that something was going on because you got a campus of four thousand kids, and they would have like fifteen thousand people showing up. Um, which is why they moved it off campus because it was a security risk for the students. I thought they didn't move it. They, they talked about it. They, but they talked did. about it, but they either way they shut it down on campus. They shut it down on campus because you can't have yeah, I think ten thousand like people that don't belong on your campus to show up on campus. Like a church in the town was like, okay, you can come here now. Yeah, but I don't know that it successfully right. transitioned. But outside of the fact of all these people making a pilgrimage, yeah, to go to that what changed in the city. Right. Like if you've got all these people showing up, like what what poured out? And that even asking that question, I'm like, that's kind of a, a jerk question to ask, you know, it's like, well these good things are happening. What you know, what really happened in, you know, like I don't want to be that person, but it's like it's kinda of like when we would go to youth revivals or youth things and everybody get excited. It's like, but what was the tangible change? Mm-hmm. What what changed in your lives? And that's, but I mean, I know people that went and yeah, I haven't heard from them. I, I haven't either. That went, but I, I haven't, haven't heard from yeah. them. Someone in our Sunday school went. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause he went to school there. Mm-hmm. Can't remember his name. Ben. Ben. Did he have anything to say about it? No, he doesn't say anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just don't like... I think it's just a holdover from all of the youth rallies that we went to, but I just have always been suspicious of strong emotions in a religious context. Yeah. Like, your brain can do a lot of things. And why? But I also don't want to discount, like, yeah, the spirit can move in a location, but he can also move outside of a location. And there, and there is a point I was thinking today of... And I, I don't know where the verse is. I know it more off of a song, but it, it he says to put on the spirit of praise for a or put on a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And you know it's the idea of praising praising your way out of darkness kind of idea. And so I get that there can be some outside in you know like if you need something to help you engage in yeah. that. Like I get it, but I'm skeptical on mm-hmm. that end of like you don't have to go somewhere. Yeah. You don't have to show up to a place. Like you can, that heart can be well, stirred. And and if it truly was that simple, it's not, it's not what we originally think of as revival. You know, I mean, we've grown up to think of like tent revivals and, you know. I don't know that I ever experienced one. A revival? Mm-mm. I remember going to tent meetings. I remember going, scheduled meetings, but I don't remember what I would define as a revival yeah that's the other thing is when i think revival i think about like a church would have a thing that was thursday night friday night saturday night sunday you know like and it it was in a tent outside or it was on just on their campus or whatever and they called it a revival yeah but it was just a worship service it was just a service every four days in a row or we're gonna have prayer services to Pray for revival. And and I think those were always turned more, because we went to a charismatic church, they always turned more into praying for healing. Yeah. 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 Or I think <laughs> of 
when we would have the churches that would do the 24 hours of prayer yeah and we would all sign up for multiple slots because it wouldn't fill up yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was like a 30 minute slot so we would sign up for four yeah yeah <laughs> and they would always be the like 2 a.m oh yeah yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. that was, that was exhausting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go home for two hours and come back and yeah yeah, yeah. that was exhausting yeah emily what do you think of as revival because you didn't grow up I mean, when I hear the word revival, all I think is, like, white tent. Like, because I don't, I don't know any different. I've never experienced a revival. But that is, like, the, like, pop culture image of what revival is. So that's right. what I have in my mind. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I really didn't know mm -hmm. what was happening at Asbury. Just what people had said you know i just i went and looked it up like what i could just to get an idea and then when i saw that the guy his message was posted i listened to it but um actually i sent it to all of y'all so that means that you didn't read one did you yeah. send it on facebook no oh. i sent it in the regime group yeah i know i didn't yeah. oh yeah i yeah. remember you saying yeah. that i, sure I, did. Did. I totally didn't read it. It. sent a youtube link it's like I well it i mean choice. he sends it when i'm at work i can't listen to it and then i by the time i get home i forget yeah. so yeah 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 that's yeah. okay Sorry. But that, I mean, that's interesting to me because that's different. That's a different kind of revival than what yeah. we've been used to in the past. I don't think Asbury used the term revival. Like, I feel like at one point they were calling it like an awakening. At one mm -hmm. point they were calling it like, like they had, they didn't use the term revival. Other people attributed that to the event, to what was happening, because that's, I mean, the word. typically yeah. revival means we we have meetings that have gone outside of the scheduled time. Yeah. We will schedule a revival, but we actually, if if something spurs out and people keep coming back without us having to market it, yeah. then we've got a revival. Yeah. And so, yeah, people are hungry. Get, getting hungry and, and pursuing God in this specific place. And we I mean, meet a specific place at a specific time with a group of people. They well, keep coming back to that and place. And I think a lot of where we get revival is Billy Graham. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was Which, the white tent kind of, like... His was an evangelistic... It was, but I think a lot of times that's what people want a revival to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how many people got saved? Yeah, that's the big thing. Yeah. Or how many people got healed. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's those things. So there's this miraculous thing that God did that... Yeah. That, yeah. That's quantifiable. Well, the week after it happened, on Sunday during the altar call, a bunch of the deacons and elders went up to the front and prayed, and I was like, oh no, this is about to last for a day. <laughs> uh, well, I we go to a Baptist church, yeah. so we got doing? out on time. I don't know. <laughs> I was not there doing that. Uh, I don't know. Was it because I was in the kids' area? Yes, you yeah. walked out before it started. Okay. Yes, yeah, because it was it was legit. Like there was, but it a was free also at the urging of the pastor. Mm. He said, "If you are a leader in any shape or form, I'd like for you to be the first to the altar." Yeah, okay. so but they all came up, and I was like, Here, "It's begun." No, that no. no. <laughs> However, I do want to listen to two sets of Joneses now. Why? Big tent revival. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the original BTR. Yeah. That's what I think of. I, 
I would love to know. Yeah. I would love to know or to hear people who were part of that what their experience was like and what exactly they were seeking. Like, would it be different? How would their experience be different than what we've experienced? Yeah. In the past. Well, and there were people who would wait three or four hours in line outside to get in because there weren't seats open. So you would have, you would, they would just drive hours and wait outside for a seat to open up to go in and sit in there. I don't care about those people. <laughs> well, I, that's how, why it went on so long. Yeah. Yeah. After that first initial student started thing, that's why it went on so long because people were driving there and spending exorbitant amount of time in that space. And it was a pretty, I mean, it's just a college chapel, so it yeah. wasn't huge. Right. Right. <clears throat> so, so Wiki says it was February 8th through February 24th. Okay. So 16 days. Yeah. I mean, that's, but that's wiki, so who knows? Well, it was about 16 days when they moved it off campus, is what, I think yeah. that's what they said, was like day 16, they were going to end it at a certain time. And after that, it was going to be open for Asbury students only. <clears throat> They're using the word outpouring. That was the word. Yeah. I knew it ended with I-N-G. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting just because... We're not in the same day and time as it used to be, and I don't think a revival a revival would be the same. Like I don't know. I wonder what it would look like. Well, it's not gonna be like I remember the the one of the Sundays that it was a big talking point, a few of us went out to eat afterwards and they asked me questions about like you grew up in charismatic churches like what did that look like and i mean it's not you know there speaking it in tongues and it the, wouldn't have been people falling out on the floor yeah. it was just a really extended worship service yeah mm-hmm. there's no running up and down the aisles it was prayer and singing but there were the methodists back in the day <laughs> they were some wild dudes man they they were more charismatic than a lot of our charismatic churches yeah, I I do think one of the things that comes to my brain when I think revival is those blue cloths that they used to lay over <laughs> the, people's legs. The, what did yes. what did we call it? Why did we lay those over people's legs? I forgot about those. It was, it was just for women was who for wore women. skirts. It was courtesy mm. courtesy cloths. I don't know. I just remember like a big stack of them being on the pew. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot about <laughs> so those. Hey, hey, have you have you told her any of well, these kind of? I bit. forgot about this. So, so in a charismatic <laughs> church service, a good oh, one. Are we going to start this on on air? So, yeah. Okay. And, well, in a good, well, from my experience, in a quote unquote good one, you're gonna you're gonna pray or be prayed for, and you may or may not end up in the floor. Mm. You know, pros, prostrate. Oh, that's just praying, but you may be touched by God. Slain, and all use out. the term. Say Slain it. in the spirit. Say it. There Slain you go. in the spirit. <laughs> but they would keep a big stack of like blue cloths, and when a woman was in the floor, most of them wore skirts, so they would lay it over their bottom half. Yeah. So the Catholic in me wants to leave right now. 
I mean, you know. But, like, I grew up in that, so I never knew that it was unusual. Yeah. I mean, we did. I was 16 when we left there and started going to a Baptist church. But then I went to college, and I remember, I went to a Methodist college, and Mm -hmm. I remember talking to someone about that experience and her saying, that sounds terrifying. Yeah. And that was the first time I thought, oh, like, that's unusual. (laughs) Like that's that is not, not everybody's. That's experience. not everybody's experience. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that I comes just, to brain. I just know, like, I can name three old men that would speak in tongues regularly, pretty much every week. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know who and who would. Yeah, there's just so much with that. Yeah. Unpack on that. We don't need to get into that. We, now. we don't have it's to too unpack. Late. Those are just talking well, no, about no, 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 no. I'm just saying there's so many different things we could tell from. Oh that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those are just things that come to my brain when you say the word revival. <laughs> yes. I think of those blue. Cloths. I think of. I'm just saying the Exorcist is the Catholic Church. <laughs> there you go. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So. It's <laughs> true. Yep. They got the holy water. Yep. Yeah, and the, the box with the stake and the cross. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But oh yeah, we we have we have experienced a but lot that's like of stuff. The word revival and that and and images of people like walking up on crutches and walking away without crutches. People in wheelchairs standing I of, up. I think of the televised revivals. Benny I remember Benny going Hinn. to mm-hmm. some. Like, Actually, you know that meme that's going around with the when he's doing this yeah. and they play metal over it. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Ch- <laughs> Those are amazing. The church by the mall, they had one once in their lawn. And I remember going oh, yeah. to it. You mean the one that was called the church by the mall? It wasn't called that, but their website was called that for a little bit. It wasn't that then, yeah. but I remember them having one in their lawn and all the Bethel people went over there. Uh, I don't want to say names. By Sam's? <laughs> Like across the street from Sam's. Oh, they had one once. Oh, oh, okay. I, I, I still say there are a lot of churches by the mall. I yeah. yeah, but that say, was their website well, on their sign. Well, they don't. That name doesn't even exist anymore. I know. Right? Yeah. The church by no, the mall I is mean, the best church. I don't name. know what the church was so called. I didn't want to say people's names. It was yeah. an assembly. It was assembly. <laughs> but I remember going to like a tent meeting yeah. in their lawn once. Oh. I don't remember that at all. I do. Where do you go? With the church by the mall. What's it called? Church by the mall. Church by the mall. It'd be a great church really name. name. Such a good church name. <laughs> yeah. We already talked about that. Though. Yeah, we we did talk so. about that one. Okay, so maybe it's just interesting to me for different denominations to have revivals because I only know one one type of revival. Yeah. So. Yes. But this was an outpouring. Yeah. You know what kind of revival I know of. Creedence Clearwater. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if we keep going, Ethan and Emily are going to fall out of sleep right here. Yeah. And we have a time change tonight. Ooh. Yeah. So, right now it's actually 9 o'clock. Gross. I was wide awake at 4 a.m., so. Oh, I'm going to wake right. up way early in the morning. Well, this is once again, been the family of the podcast together. In closing. In closing. You got two episodes in one. You got two episodes in one. Two topics. <laughs> two different <laughs> sets of rambling. This was a good one after that last debacle that we yeah. had. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, thanks for listening. And I'm sorry for listening. 